Welcome to the podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business by Coach James Short. This podcast is designed to help you with strategies, insights, and ways to increase sales, build and lead high-performing teams, and ultimately grow your business. Your host, James Short himself, also shares some of his secret sources on how he helps his own clients achieve business growth quickly and easily. James has been coaching those in the real estate and property industry for close to 10 years now, and his clients keep on saying, since working with James, their results have been outstanding, giving them more money, time, and fulfillment. James is offering a free strategy call to those listening to see how he can assist you to take your business to where you want to go. Simply go to jamesshort.com.au forward slash strategy and book in a time today. Now on with the show. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. Coach James Short here and welcome to another episode. I love getting, I love talking to, to these lovely people because family business is always an interesting type of business. Working with obviously lots of family businesses over the years and, and to, to date, it brings another flavor to, to, to business and to dynamics. And we're very fortunate enough to have the wonderful, the, uh, the movers and shakers of the real estate industry, the, the ladies who are uh, moving things and shaking things up. It's the lovely Tink ladies. So Tink Recruitment, let's have a find out a little bit more. Tink Recruitment was founded in 2016 by two young, wonderful ladies, Amy and Zoe Tink a recruitment service that is developed in line with your company requirements. They specialize in recruitment throughout real estate, property and development. With over 18 years experience within the real estate industry, their specialized team have built long lasting networks throughout Sydney and nationwide. They present a vast array of knowledge within the real estate and property development sector as they have hands-on experience in the day-to-day operations of real estate and property companies. They understand the restrictions that most companies can face as time is of the essence. Time is money. Uh, Sometimes taking a step back is required to improve the business model and minimize risk. Thus, an external team is required, hence Tink Recruitment. So let's get them on the line. We are super excited, super pumped. Ladies, welcome. Thank you for your time. Good morning, Jay. Hey. Good morning, James. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. So obviously it's, it's been a journey, right? You, you've started off a, a number of years ago. You've gone from strength to strength. But how did it all come together? What's that? What, what was that light bulb moment for, for you girls? Um, well, Zoe speaking, um, I think the light bulb moment was um, very simple. I was working for a large corporate recruitment company um, and my sister Amy was working for a smaller boutique company and it took me a very short time to realise that my sister was making more money and making a bigger impact working for a smaller company. Mm. So that's when I said, hey, you know what, let's do the large corporate and the smaller boutique um, way of, of recruitment and do it together and that's what happened. Fantastic. And was that, was that, was that hard or just like just went light bulb, like, yeah, let's do it? It was after a few things that had happened. Okay, Amy speaking, by the way. <laughs> It was a couple of things. We first noticed, you know, the big corporate, how they did things, and that was a long-term goal of ours to be in the corporate world. But at the same time, we liked that personal family feel and building strong relationships where everyone felt it was more of a friendship than just a business relationship. So that's when the moment really came to light and we are like, yeah, let's do this. And we had a few scenarios 
where we were like, yeah, we could probably do this in this way or we wanted to change it. And we noticed and took into consideration some of my clients and how they were feeling about recruiters. And we have a pretty bad stigma like car salesmen or real estate agents. <laughs> um, we're the same. So we get a really bad rap too. So there's good and bad. And we really wanted to make that change and make people see the value. And when a recruiter is used correctly, that it can be really amazing and they can build your company. I think that's really good because you both got that experience from obviously real estate and recruitment and you can you started with a like a bird's eye view of you know what's really not working within the industry and, and what's your own flavor and what's your own style that you want to bring to to the organization and I think starting like that is just so it's it's a wonderful way to start because then you've got your own roadmap and you can you can create what you want to create so good for you well done yeah, thank you. thank you. So obviously, where are you girls at now? Where, where's the business? It's all. Ha- I know I've seen you out everywhere. I mean, you're obviously working with a number of our clients as well. Um, where are you girls at right now? Um, our office at the moment, we're doing renovations. We're building uh, more offices in our current office. So definitely growing um, as far as the team. Um, but our clients and our candidates, they're just, it's growing rapidly. We've seen so much growth internally and externally for our company in the last 18 months, two years. Um, and people are just really enjoying working with us. And we're really enjoying working with the clients that we've attracted over the last two years. Um, so, I mean, we're representing over 30,000 individuals at the moment. Um, and we created that within 18 months. So, um, a lot, a lot of growth. Um, and a lot of people's opinions have changed about recruiters in the last 18 months since we've um, stepped into the industry which we really love um, people are now calling us for advice on how to grow their their teams and their offices and I mean that's that's pretty astounding for for what we've done in the last 18 months so a lot of growth internally and externally for, for the last 18 months wow that's huge that's huge well done well done obviously you've got it hasn't been all smooth sailing. Right, growing and starting a business, you know, obviously with a family business, it, it, it comes ups and downs, right? But you've, you've come through obviously the other side with some of those challenges. What have been some of those challenges that have really, I guess, shaped you both? You've learned some amazing lessons that you go, wow, that was that was intense, but we're on the other side and what huge lessons. Yeah, really, where to begin? There's so many that you learn. <laughs> week to week, still learning. We're still alive. <laughs> We're still alive. That's pretty promising. <laughs> oh, the light of the tunnel. Um, no, actually, I the hardest things we've faced, um, just this is to everyone out there, don't take it as a negative, take it as a positive. Mm. Use that as MO, learning, lessons in life, and take it as a positive, not a negative. That's what I would say to everybody listening right now. Um, but one of the biggest challenges we have faced would be staff. Surprise! Uh, <laughs> fancy that. In every business, mm. it's tough. So not just being a recruiter but being a business owner as well, it's so important. And when you are a small business as ourselves, even though we are growing, we're still small. And I would say that having, you know, it's not just about the experience but they have to fit into the culture, have your morals, ethics, all of that comes into play. So we've really learnt that, you know, we've had staff come and go where they haven't been right for the company. And yeah, they might have been, you know, making placements, but that doesn't mean that they're right for our company. And I think a lot of real estate agents, especially sales agents, um, you know, they might find that they're billing and doing an amazing role, but they may be disrupting the rest of the team. So you've got to really make sure the staffing was one of our things that we found really difficult. 
um, to find the right culture because we are very different and we do have different morals and ethics. So how we overcame that was actually getting people with no experience and training them from scratch. That's so so important, I think, and, and coming from that foundation of, of values and attitude and ethics and that culture element, as you said, it, it, it makes it, I guess, then you can teach the technical, right? You can teach yeah. the skills and so forth. But if you, if you as you said, if they're not a good cultural fit, gee, it makes it hard, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. And I think the only other thing that we um, would say was, was a hurdle was don't be scared to turn away business. Yeah. Not everybody is going to be in line with your company's morals and ethics, as Amy was saying, um, and that means don't work with them if they're not right, if they're not um, the right people for your company and they're not going in the right direction and you feel that they are, are not in line with yourself, don't be scared to say, you know what, I don't think you and I are on the same page here and turn the business away and work with the ones that are on the same page as you. And I find that's very, very important, especially in recruitment and real estate and property. It's such a small industry. Don't be scared to say no. And do you find that when you do say no, it got, it almost gives you that sense of inner power and inner confidence and, and that trust of, you know, I know I said no, the money would be good, but, but no, and then next minute it just, boom, it, it opens up so many other possibilities. Unbelievable. Exactly. Yeah. You said we, we've turned away business to gain twice as much in, in the forefront. So we decided within the first 12 months of the business, you know what, we really need to turn away 50 60% of the business we have coming in and yep. service what we currently have extremely well. And with turning away more business and managing what we had at the time very, very well um, and over-servicing them, um, we've gained twice as much business um, just from doing that. So I think you just need to realise that don't take on too much because the money looks good. You really need to take a step back and remember why you started and, and make sure that you provide the best service you can to the people that, that started with you first and showed you that loyalty when, you know, we were quite quite small fish in a very big pond yeah. and then it's just kind of replicated from there. It's been fantastic. Well done. Well done. And a lot of respect. Sorry? And a lot of respect from people too. Yeah. What I found, which is what we wanted to create. And I think, as you said, you hit the nail on the head, like the industry is so small, right? Like everyone knows everyone who knows everyone. And so by having that respect, it's like, wow, it's like you, you can walk down the street, hold your head high and it's just like, Yep, I've got it. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Don't be scared to say no. Yeah, fantastic. The challenge is too big. <laughs> so, so now obviously there's some, been some huge wins and huge successes. What have been some of those that you've learned from and you've, you've taken and you run with them that you can share and also share around the lessons that you got in order to achieve those, those big wins? I think our biggest success was starting the, the business. And I think it's just kind of replicated from there. I mean, going into an industry like recruitment um, and then doing recruitment in real estate, we're salespeople liaising with salespeople. It's going to be hostile. It's going to be full on. It's going to be a massive thing to maintain. So I think our biggest success was starting the business and continuing it. Um, I mean, a lot of people start a business and then six months they think, you know what, this is too hard. I want to go work for somebody else. Yep. So our biz, biggest success so far is continuing the business that we started. Um, and the best bit of advice that I can give anybody who starts a business, nothing is too hard and just keep going. Just keep going. If you keep going, you are beating everybody else that decided I'm not going to do this anymore. It's too hard. So just in your head, every scenario that you think, 
this is going to make our business die. I can't do this. It's too hard. Just keep going. And that is how you differ yourself from everybody else in business. Oh, I love that piece of advice. That is gold. Gold, gold, gold. Now, obviously, you, you both your, your leaders within your business, um, you've seen a lot of amazing leaders and probably not so amazing leaders out in the industry. What do you think sets those leaders apart? What 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 do you feel is a great definition of leadership and, and leadership uh, abilities within an organisation? Okay, to knowing myself, we both, this is why Zoe and I work really well together is because this is really important when choosing clients and candidates to work with. What we think is really important is the fact that they act as a mentor, lead from the front, yeah. honest, integrity, look after their staff, be thankful for having them rather than you should be working for me. The attitude of that leader, that's exactly how we portray ourselves and we are like that. So an ultimate leader is someone who, you know, mentors doesn't say, I'm the boss, do this. They work alongside their team. They treat them with integrity, honesty, and they move forward and are trying to build them up as well. It's not just about themselves. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. And then obviously you've dealt with so many teams over the, over the past. What do you feel is the, the traits of a, of a winning team, of a high-performing team, not just obviously in results but at team culture? And where do you feel that most business owners fall down of actually building a, a winning team? I would say the one thing that stood out to me with all the good directors in the industry that I've, I've come over to and almost looked at and thought, you know what, I'm going to implement that into my business was respect. Mm. And that was respect from the staff of the leader and the director of the business that's paying their wages, but also the director respecting their staff. And I, I tell you what, it's few and far between that you find that respect within teams. There are directors who direct and tell and then there are directors who, like Amy said previously, mentor and guide and spend the time to, to train their staff. And if they're, they're not doing as well as what they needed to, spend the time to help them. And if, they, if that doesn't work, then figure out where you go from there. But that is respect of your staff to help them and mentor them, get to the, the next stage of their career. And it's also the, the um, employees and the staff sitting there and respecting their, their director when when um when needed and and when they're being trained and mentored, respect them enough to go. Okay, you know what? I've I respect my director, and I'm going to listen to what he's saying, and I'm going to give it a good go. And and I think that's where a lot of people um don't succeed in business is they just don't have that respect there for one another, and they think you know what this is too hard. I'm going to leave, and then they just continue to do the same thing because they didn't take the time to respect one another. Yeah, and they, and they go on a pattern, don't they? It's, it's yeah. just like they just keep on going, keep on going. And I think that respect word, it's, it's so deep. You know, it's so many levels and so many different flavours to it. And I think what you said around respect from both as a director but also respect as, as team members, it, go, it does go both ways. So true. Yes. So true. Yeah. Um, you talked a little bit about uh, directors as, as mentors and, and yourself as mentors. Like obviously there's been some great mentors in coaches or facilitators and trainers in your lives. Who have been some of those those people that have really helped and guided you to, to where you are today? Okay, so we get asked... The long list? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you're, you're going to laugh at this. Um, Amy and I um, have never had a mentor yep. ever. Um, we've never gone and, and looked for one. Um, we've never asked for one because when we decided, you know, what, we're going to start a business every single person around us 
um, did the complete opposite and was like, oh, do you think that's a good idea? Maybe you shouldn't do it. You know, that's a massive risk. And everyone leant towards don't do it. So from then on we thought, you know what, we're going to listen to one another and that's what created Tink Recruitment. If we listened to other people, we never would have started it. So we've never really looked at mentors. Um, We've gone to a few um, coaching days and I believe yours was one of the first we actually (laughs) went to. Um, We actually implemented um, what you did that day in our team. Yeah. So we went to your coaching day and it was the first one that we attended and you were the first person we actually listened to um, after starting team recruitment and we implemented probably 80% of what you taught us on the day within our team. And um, that changed changed a lot of things um, as a dynamic within our, our team, as a culture, um, and that really helped us. But um, we've never really gone and said, look, I need a mentor. Um, sometimes it works for people and sometimes it doesn't. Yep. I find with small businesses you're probably best not to find a mentor until you've done it yourself. Yep. And once you start to get a bit of a, a steam train going and, and you're moving forward and you've got a bit of stability, then go out and start to speak to a few people and, and see what they're doing. But for the first two years, I would recommend probably not listening to many people just and just get in there and do it. Yeah. Just Absolutely. work hard. Just work love hard. It. Roll the sleeves up and get into it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Now, I, I want to talk about oh, I strong believably it is a, there's not enough women in leadership roles, either running businesses or in leadership roles within organisations because the women have got this amazing ability of their intuition. And I wanted just to have a little discussion because two of you together, like... <laughs> a lot of hormones. <laughs> like, yeah, totally a lot of hormones, right? But the intuition, like, and this is where I think coming back to the mentor is like you've you, you've trusted your own intuition, and then obviously as family, like, there's a real trust and respect element already in there, so there's no second guessing. How has that that intuition and and that family dynamics helped you to get to where you are? We wouldn't be able to have done it without each other. So yeah. we're like yin and yang, A and B, you know, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> Zoe, Zoe's the nice one. Aim is the, the bull. <laughs> that line. Um, so it's been amazing as well. And it's been an honor to be able to say, I built this with my sister, who we both came from the same place, same area, same story. We yep. knew each other. We knew what this meant. We were both invested the same amount, which is really key to a business. When you've got partners, you need to both or three, four, whether there's one, two, three, four of you, you really need to make sure that you're invested as much as the other person because otherwise that's where the cracks start to show. And I knew I could rely on Zoe. I knew she'd be up at 5 a.m. I knew she'd be working till 11 at night like me, doing 16-hour days for the first year, running only on adrenaline. (laughs) So it was really good and it's the best thing I've ever done. And if you really have that strong bond with your sister or brother, you have an intuition as well, like you were saying there, and intuition is what got us to where we are now. Yeah. It's so powerful. I mean, uh, on, on a personal, I've got three amazing sisters and um, they do they come to my workshops and they do presentations and we're all sort of in the, the, the genre of helping people from a psychologist to an energetic healer to an actress. So yeah. it's all sort of that. And we've done like um, retreats before together and I, and I know that special bond that you have with siblings. It's, 
it's unbreakable. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes siblings love and hate each other. My kids love and hate each other. But it's, but it's that undeniable love and respect, I think, that you girls show. And that's, I guess, where the success has really come from, of that, that trust and that respect and, and not, not having to second guess because you know, as you said, they'll be there at five, they'll be there at 11, they're doing the hard yards and you're both emotionally invested. So good work. Well done. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, so what's, what's the future? What's, what's the next, you know, 12 months, two years, five years look like for, for Tinker Recruitment? Uh, James, that's such a hard question to answer and give you a very direct answer. <laughs> What I can tell you is we will have multiple offices within the next 12 months, guaranteed. Uh, one of them is already in, in progress, which is absolutely fantastic. It's so exciting. Um, look, we, we will be global, um, guaranteed. Uh, we will be one of the largest recruiters um, globally, guaranteed. Um, we're very, very strong on what we do. If we can do what we have and achieve what we have in the last two years against uh, other people out there that have been in the industry doing what we're doing for 15, 20 years and, and already be a market leader as Tink Recruitment. Um, that just proved to us very quickly that we can do this and we are currently doing it. Um, look, I think one thing that I can, I can probably um, vouch for is within the next two years we'll definitely be in another capital within um, Australia. And um, look, we've already got people calling us every day saying, look, we want to come on board. We, we want to do this and merge companies. And look, there's so much happening. Um, but it's, it's just time will tell. But um, look, future goals is, yes, we will be global and we will be the market leader within, within recruitment, especially in real estate guaranteed. But therefore, after in other industries, it absolutely is going to happen. Yeah, it's really exciting. We've actually just hired a general manager. So that's the next step. So he starts actually next month. And it's that, I call it growth pains, where you go through that stage of, yes, you're a little family business, yay, to now we're actually going a little bit more corporate, bigger, and it's that next step in our business. So it's really exciting having him come on board. It's um, yeah, so he's going to bring a lot of knowledge and power and strength and honesty. He's the most lovely person I've ever met, such a gentleman, so humble for what he's done and it was a privilege for him to uh, choose our company when he was going for other interviews as well with a lot of corporate businesses in recruitment that were already, you know, big, like, example, you know, you got your big brands like Hayes and all of those big guys. Um, and then he actually said, look, um, my heart's with you guys and I can see what you're creating. And that was a massive uh, eye-opener for us because it meant mm. that we are doing the right thing to bring on such a big person like that, their status. It was really great. So now after that, once we bring him on board, we'll get more staff and open up, like Zoe said, other offices and eventually go global. So we won't stop until we get there. Love it. Love. It. I love the drive. I love, I love the... Um the passion, but the certainty that you just both just, yep, boom, just like so crystal clear. It's like, yeah, you go, girls. You go, girls. Yeah. yeah the one thing I will say is there are so many people who are going to doubt you and try and put you down and take you out. So if you don't have the own belief in your own, like, certainty in yourself, then how are you going to succeed when so everybody true. else is trying to take you down? So you really need to believe in yourself and be certain about your choices and don't doubt yourself. Every single decision you make, you will learn from, you will grow from, and don't do it again. Yeah. But it's experience. 
So true. So if you would give, if you would be able to give three pieces of advice for those listeners out there around, you know, around leading and growing their own business, what would those three pieces of advice be? Okay. Well, as I previously said, keep going, just keep going. Oh, I can't express that enough. The reason we are still here is because we kept going. It's very simple. Um, My second bit of advice would be don't listen to anybody else apart from yourself. Don't doubt yourself. Take people's advice on and don't be arrogant, but just remember that if you want to achieve something, go for it. And don't let anyone put any uncertainty in your mind about that. Um, And thirdly, if you do go into business, trust your instincts. If you want to work with somebody, work with them. If you want a business partner and you think, you know what, I really believe in this person, don't be scared to take that chance. And look, some people are going to let you down, um, but there is going to be that one person that you took a chance on that someone else may not have and they were the right person for you. So just take chances and, and, and believe in that. Yeah. My three things would be just do it. Love it. Hard or go home. Like Nike said. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Hashtag Nike. Hashtag <laughs> no, I'm serious. Just do it and just make it happen and make your dreams a reality. I've lived by that and, yeah, it's worked. Perfect. And keep going. Already keep going. Just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> keep, keep for that training. <laughs> so how can how can the audience find out more? Where where can you send them to find out more information and, and what you're up to? Do you know what? You can go to our website, www.tinkrecruitment.com.au. But look, don't be scared to call us direct. If anyone wants to chat to us, we're so open. We've been there. We've done that. We, we know where we started from and we, and we haven't changed in, in that aspect. So if anyone wants to call us, call us direct. Our mobile numbers are on our website. Um, we're very easy to find. Um, just give Amy or Zoe Tink a call and we're always here to have a chat if anyone wants to speak to us about anything at all. Wonderful. Amy and Zoe Tink, really appreciate your, your time, your energy, your, just your passion, your determination, everything. Just keep going element to, to business. Um, really, uh, thank you for your time today. No, thank you, James. You've always been a pleasure. And thanks so much for everything that you, you provided us within the first six months of starting our business. Um, I would highly recommend you. So everyone, please call James Short if you need anything at all. He's an absolute legend. Thank you. Wonderful. All right, guys, have a wonderful day.